Amen. It's a great day to be in the house of the Lord. Just before we get into the message, I just wonder if we could have anyone here that is in active service or has served our country, if you just stand, we just want to honor you. Remembrance Day is coming up this week. Church, let's honor these individuals that are serving our country. Thank you. We're forever grateful. The book of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 24 to 27, and suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. But he said to them, Why are you fearful? O you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So the men marveled, saying, Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? Reading from the book of Mark, Mark 4, verse 40, he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Or what of Matthew 17, verses 14 to 21? And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. For he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Time and time again, Jesus, speaking words like it takes faith. How is it you have no faith? 
an issue with faith. You know, the Lord desires a people of faith, that His people have faith, that they move in faith and operate. And still today there is the faith issue. Jesus knew it was so, and it is written that without faith it is impossible to please God. It's a strong word. That those that come to Him must believe that He is and believe that He is the rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. And so apparently, the manner of our approaching God matters. And apparently, faith has something to do with diligence. And diligence with faith. This flow of life, this manner of existence, one of diligently seeking the Lord. Is this what he sees as faith? We read scriptures like Hebrews 11:6, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. They that come to God. The Amplified Bible, but without faith it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to him. For whoever would come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he is the rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him. Uh, the truth remains, the Lord is looking for faith. The Lord responds to faith. The Lord works with faith, and the Lord is pleased with faith. Let's go through some verses in Hebrews chapter 11 today. If you have your Bible, you can follow along. Verses 1 to 5. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. And by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. We know verse 6 by now, so on to verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness 
which is by faith. Jesus knew how important faith was and how important faith is. That His people be a people of faith. Faith is substance and evidence. It's right in the text, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I think of the mustard seed, seemingly so small and insignificant. Yet what one mustard seed can produce is simply incredible, even miraculous. One mustard seed. The substance of one mustard seed held by faith, sown in faith, tended by faith. One mustard seed, the evidence of what is possible there in the form of a tiny seed. If the Lord has a people that have mustard seed faith, incredible things happen. Mountains move. Things move, that which needs uprooting and replanting. Now, can I suggest today that the bigger the seed, the easier it is to believe? Or if we could take in our hand an already sprouted plant or a huge tree, yet it was the mustard seed. The tiny seed that Jesus highlighted. Luke 17, verses 5 and 6, reading from the Voice Bible, the Lord's emissaries. We don't have enough faith for this. Help our faith to grow. Jesus pointing to a nearby mulberry tree. It's not like you need a huge amount of faith. If you just had faith the size of a single tiny mustard seed, you could say to this huge tree, pull up your roots and replant yourself in the sea and it would fly through the sky and do what you said. So even a little faith can accomplish the seemingly impossible. Faith is substance and evidence and the mustard seed is all the substance and evidence we need. Jesus highlights this tiny seed. Seemingly so small and insignificant. But if the Lord could get us to this place in our walk with Him, where there's faith in the little faith in the seemingly small seed. And the reality is the seed may be small. It might be small. But what if it's a word from the Lord the size of a single tiny mustard seed? I need a bigger seed, Lord. How about an already sprouted plant or a giant tree? Think of the potential a small word from the Lord packs. The mustard seed, the substance and evidence if we'd hold it by faith. 
and sow it by faith and tend it by faith. And I pray that we come to realize the substance and evidence of a mustard seed is vast. I pray we come to recognize that it's more than meets the human eye. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7, For we walk by faith and not by sight. When our human sight gets in the way, Jesus highlighted this tiny little seed. If you just had faith like one mustard seed. Faith obtains a good report. Hebrews 11, verses 1 and 2, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Other translations read, For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Or God was pleased with the men who had faith who lived long ago. It was this kind of faith that won their reputation for the saints of old. I don't know about you today, but I want to obtain a good report, a good testimony. I want the Lord to be pleased with me. I want a right reputation. Jesus was concerned with faith, that his people have faith. The NCV reads, faith is the reason we remember great people who lived in the past. Is this not the cry of our hearts, that the generations to come, should the Lord tarry, our sons and daughters, our grandsons and granddaughters and beyond, would remember the faith of those that lived before them, the now generation, that their lineage in their lineage stood men and women that were approved before God. Now, you might be the first believer in your family line. Mustard seed. Get ready. Hold it by faith. Sow it by faith. Tend it by faith. Obtain a good report. The Amplified reads, For by faith, trust and holy fervor born of faith. The men of old had divine testimony born to them and obtained a good report. Faith is important. As we've read in the text this morning, faith, through faith, we understand. Hebrews 11, verse 3, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Faith brings understanding. Faith produces understanding. We could say that understanding is the fruit of faith. The message paraphrase reads, By faith we see the world called into existence by God's Word. What we see created 
by what we don't see. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, and it is after all only by faith that our minds accept as fact that the whole scheme of time and space was created by God's command. That the world which we can see has come into being through principles which are invisible. Listen, this whole relationship walk with the Lord is on the basis of what? Faith. Think of our salvation experience. The reality of our salvation experience. Ephesians 2.8 For by grace you have been saved through faith. You know, it only takes faith the size of a mustard seed. And that faith, the substance and evidence of that tiny seed will grow and flourish, bringing and producing divine understanding. The time in history in which we live The faith issue. One would say, I need all the proof. No. You need faith the size of a mustard seed, and there will come understanding. One would say, I need to see it to believe it. By the grace of God, and should the Lord permit, some may see it. And yet there is a caution concerning a generation that seeks a sign. For the Bible says, the sign given is the sign of the prophet Jonah, which is the preaching of the word. Can I remind us of the text this morning that he walked into that wicked city, Nineveh, and preached repentance, and the people took that seed which may have seemed to Jonah like a mustard seed in light of the state of that place. They took the seed, the substance, and evidence, and that seed saved them. And you have to know that understanding unfolded. Through faith, we understand. Through faith, we understand. And as we walk on with the Lord, we will come to know time and time again that through faith, we understand. Situation, circumstance, trial of life, opportunity, through faith we understand. By faith, we offer a more excellent sacrifice by which we obtain witness that we are righteous. God testifying of our gifts. What does the Bible say? Hebrews 11, verse 4, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. Now we're going to read from the Amplified Bible. Prompted, actuated by faith, Abel brought God a better and more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. Because of which it was testified of him that he was righteous, 
that he was upright and in right standing with God, and God bore witness by accepting and acknowledging his gifts. And though he died, yet through the incident, he is still speaking. Still speaking today. It was because of his faith that Abel made a better sacrifice to God. By faith, we bring a more acceptable offering. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because we have faith, we bring a better gift in worship. An offering that pleases God. An offering that is acceptable to God. I'd like us to note today, you know, it's one thing for us to witness of our own righteousness and testify of our own gifts. It's a whole other to have God grant witness that we are righteous and testify of our gifts. Why is there the offering of a more excellent sacrifice by which men and women obtain witness that they are righteous? God testifying of their gifts? Faith. And it remains the same today. By faith, we offer a more excellent sacrifice. Do we see the importance of faith today? Why Jesus was so concerned that his people have faith? That operate in faith? Even faith the size of a mustard seed? Seemingly so small and insignificant. By faith we are translated that we should not see death. Hebrews 11.5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. Well, perhaps not like Enoch, although wouldn't that be nice? But isn't it true? Enoch was not found because God had translated him. And we read the text, for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. That report, that testimony obtained through faith. Before his translation, and before our translation, let there be this testimony that we pleased God. The report and the testimony obtained through faith. Translated by faith, that's what the word says. That he should not see death. You know, for those that believe in the Son of God, those that have accepted Him as Lord and Savior, those that have a right relationship, death is a doorway to eternity. I heard one minister say, in fact, eternity runs parallel to life, to which one can cross over at any moment. There's no fear in death for us. For by faith we shall be translated. D.L. Moody said these words, Death may be the king of terrors, but Jesus 
He's the King of Kings. Faith. Faith is important. Now let's look at some other examples of what faith does and what faith produces. Let's read verses 6 and 7. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Do you know that by faith we receive the warning of the Lord? The Lord will speak to us, revealing things that are not yet seen, so that there can be preparation. I can testify of this. I've gone into situations with people, certain individual wanted to meet for coffee one time to, to tell me something, and I just remember the Lord said, this is exactly what is going to come out of his mouth the moment you sit down. And I shared it with another individual that happened to show up and be there with me, and the reality is those are the exact words that came out of his mouth. The Lord will prepare you. to handle things. By faith we receive the warning of the Lord. Faith moves in the fear of the Lord, we see in the text. Faith works in the fear of the Lord. And if we can bring it close for a moment, speaking to fathers and mothers, by faith we shall receive the warning of the Lord. That we would move with fear and prepare an ark to the saving of our households, condemning the world and becoming heirs of the righteousness which is by faith. Look at what faith accomplishes. Look at what faith produces. No wonder Jesus was so concerned about faith. No wonder he was dealing with unbelief. Hebrews 11.8 by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed. Faith produces obedience. Faith moves in obedience according to the word. A mustard seed word, yet the potential. Lord, give me the whole inheritance now and I'll start moving. It's not what it says. Which he should receive after. Verse 11, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. 
Can we apply this today in this way that faith receives strength to conceive? Faith judges him faithful who has promised. And then the flow and the reaction and the obedience and the walk, judging him faithful who has promised. Verse 17, by faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. If you know the story, there was a great promise of God. And my, it started out as a mustard seed. Though the potential was there. Isaac was the means to the promise of the Lord for this man's life. It's a tiny seed. The child of promise. You know, with promise comes trying. With promise of God comes trying. The Lord tried Abraham. That's what the text says. Would Abraham pass the test? Would Abraham receive a passing grade? Is it the promise that is tested? One could say so. Is it the recipient of the promise that is tested? Well, the answer is yes. Genesis 22, verses 1 and 2. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham. He had a promise. And said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son. Take the seed, take that mustard seed. Your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. The Living Bible reads God tested Abraham's faith and obedience. I want to ask today, do we all of a sudden lose our faith and trust in the one who delivered the miracle, delivered the seed, delivered the promise as soon as we are asked to sacrifice it? What's going on here? What was the Lord testing? And in light of the promise, Isaac, a mustard seed. In light of this great promise, that's all this man had. This is where it began. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried. Only this kind of faith and obedience ultimately pleases the Lord. Only this kind of faith and obedience can properly raise and care for the promise. Only this kind of faith and obedience can handle the promise through childhood 
adolescence and into adulthood, only this kind of faith and obedience indicates whose promise this really is. Unless we are willing to take the promise and put it on the altar and put it to death for the glory of God at His command, until then, we are not worthy of the promise. Unless we are willing to slay the promise, the very means by which we realize the fulfillment of the word of the Lord, until then, this is more about us than it is about God. Sounds extreme. If we aren't willing to let go at His command, has it not become more about us than about Him? We must never forget that this is all about His glory, all for His glory. We must never lose the obedience. We must never forsake faith. The same faith it took to believe and receive is the same faith it takes to put the promise to rest when He comes to test. Faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Let's be reminded today. Abraham, I've given you a great promise, incredible potential, just a seed. Now I want you to take that seed and go offer it. Offer it to me. Go lay it to rest where I tell you to. You know what the Bible says? Abraham rose early. No hesitation, no procrastination. He saddled his donkey. He took the offering the Lord commanded him. He didn't forget Isaac. He split wood for the burnt offering. He left no room for turning around, stalling, no room for excuse. He went to the place God told him. You know what, church? He didn't lose his way. He didn't take the long way. He didn't mistakenly go to the wrong mountain. He didn't forget the knife. He didn't forget how to bind a sacrifice. He didn't forget how to handle fire. And it gets to this place in the story, verses 7 and 8. And he said, here I am, my son. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Can I say today that when your promise talks to you, what you say back matters. Don't sow doubt into your promise. Don't sow hesitation. Don't sow lack of faith in God. You know, I love that Abraham didn't say, my son, God will provide for us. 
That's not how the text reads. This was all about the Lord every step of the way. Verse 8, And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. They were in this together. Simply incredible. We can have the worship team return today. Hebrews 11, we keep reading. Anyone here today coming of age? Verses 24 to 26. Apparently we need faith all the way, you know. By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. Faith refuses certain things. Faith chooses certain things. Faith esteems certain things, and faith treasures certain things. Look to the rewarder. Look to the reward. Perhaps you came in here today and you need some walls to come down, whatever those walls represent in your life. Verse 30, by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. Listen, church, it was a word from the Lord and obedience to that word and a mustard seed start brought the walls down. Just a word. And what more shall I say? Verses 32 to 40. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith, who through faith did what? Who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises. No wonder Jesus was concerned that his people have faith. He said, you don't need a huge amount. You just need a mustard seed. That's where these all began. Tiny seed. Seemingly so insignificant. Yet the potential. The seed packed. Through faith, subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, faith. Others were tortured. 
not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a greater resurrection. Faith. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And all these having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. All these began with a mustard seed. You know, church, Hebrews 11 may have a period at the end of it, but it's still being added to. More has been, is being, and will be written that they not be made perfect apart from us. The faith issue. The words of Jesus, those that had walked with him, that had seen things happen. How is it you have no faith? All you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. I remember a story, many of you will know it in the Bible. Man needed cleansing, needed an answer, and the prophet said, Go wash in the Jordan. What do you mean, go wash in some mustard seed body of water? Give me something more. And the answer came, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing. Finally obeyed the word of the Lord. I don't know where you're at today, but the Lord does concerning faith. The Lord wants to work faith into us. The Lord wants us to be a people of faith. You say, well, I don't have great faith. Well, Jesus said, you don't need a huge amount. All you need is faith the size of a mustard seed to obtain a good report, to obtain a good testimony. All you need, it starts with, it starts with what? Faith the size of a mustard seed. And one day, you'll be translated, you'll step over on the other side and be with the Lord in glory because by grace, we are saved through faith. Faith the size of a mustard seed. You know, I pray that if you have a word from the Lord and you're looking at it and you're going, man, in light of the promise, this is, I can't even see it. It's so tiny, it's so puny, it's so insignificant. You need to speak life into the promise. You need to speak the word of the Lord into the promise. You need to declare His goodness. 
that the Lord is faithful and He is true, that He who promised, He will see the work through. He will complete it. He's the author and the finisher. Don't speak doubt into the promise. Don't speak lack of faith. Don't question God. Don't speak against the one who promised. And if you're here today and you're in a season of testing and the Lord is saying, I'm trying you because the promise is great. The promise is great. I pray that for all our days, concerning every promise, every mustard seed he places in our hands, it would always remain about him. Not to us, but to your name be the glory, Lord. Let's stand in the house of the Lord today.